You're listening to the One Small Bite podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice, helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, gents, what's up? It's your host, David Orozco, with the One Small Bite Podcast, episode number 22. So I have been reading some reviews and some comments, and I got some great feedback about the show. I think really, while a lot of the guests that I have been having are really top-notch and great, one of the things that you guys have been telling me is, hey, David, this is great, but I'd really love to know about my diet, my nutrition, my health. Tell me what I can do, what I can eat. And uh, give me some great feedback. Give me some great info. So here I go. This is one question that came in from you guys, and it's pretty interesting. And that is, okay, what kind of protein is the best kind of protein? Or uh, I got another question from someone else that said, hey, how much protein should I be having in the day? And um, what do you think about the protein uh, supplements like the powder proteins? So uh, it got me thinking about this um, uh, client that I had the other day, and he was asking me about his, or not asking me, sorry, he was telling me about his diet, and he was talking to me about this protein powder, and then he said to me, okay, Dave, so uh, what do you think about this protein powder? Is it good? Is it bad? And so I started saying, oh, okay, that's interesting, but why are you having this protein powder? And he said, well, you know, I heard or I read somewhere that a little extra protein right after your workout is really beneficial. And uh, and then I, I said to him, yeah, you know, I, I've heard that. It's been in men's magazines and some trainers will suggest uh, having a protein drink right after your workout. Um, and it, 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 it's pretty interesting because that's, that's a very common theme that I hear a lot in the workout world. You know, and I, I was in that once way back when. This was when I was in my probably late 20s and EAS was out with, oh, I forget, uh, Phil Phillips, I think his name was. And he was talking about, you know, having the uh, certain amount of protein right after a drink. But there has been pretty good research, specifically from Dr. Brad Schoenfeld, who is a researcher out of New York, and and he he really broke conventional wisdom, the idea of the need to have uh, a certain amount of protein or protein right after a meal. And the idea was that your your muscles, because of the workout, were really re- uh, susceptible. No, not sorry, not susceptible. Were receptive to getting more protein. That's where within about an hour after your workout, this is when the muscle was really ready to get a lot of those amino acids. And so um, he debunked that. Uh, actually, in reality, it's important to get uh, protein throughout the day. So first lesson is. 
Um, when do you need the protein? And quite honestly, while having protein after a workout may seem or sound like a good idea, research does show that um, it is not any better than distributing the amount of protein that we need in throughout the day. Um, so all of you guys that are pounding in those protein powders, you know, that's okay. That's, that's, you know, that's great. But you're probably getting way more protein than you actually need. So first, again, lesson number one here is, all right, so when do we need that protein? And again, the answer is distributing that protein throughout the day. Three meals throughout the day with protein in them balanced throughout the meal. I think that that is the most beneficial way to get the protein that you need, even for a great workout. Now, does that mean that you need less protein or more protein? Well, so that gets to lesson number two here, and that is, well, then how much protein do I need? So there's a lot of research out there. Some people say it's going to be somewhere around one or half a gram per body weight. And um, research really is showing that we need somewhere between 0.8 and up to as high as two grams per kilogram of protein. But it really depends on that individual. So in other words, it really depends on how active you are, how young you are, what kind of workout you do, and how often you are tearing down that muscle. So um, what does that translate into? What does that mean? 0.8 grams to 2 grams per kilogram per body weight. So I would say that if you're working out, if you are uh, um, at the gym, and, and, and by, the, by the way, what I mean by at the gym, if you're at the gym three or four times a week and each one of those days you're doing some weight resistance or strength training or even some cross training where you're doing some kind of resistance exercise, pushing, pulling some amount of weight or your body, you're tearing down your muscle, I would say that you can probably look at somewhere between, oh, maybe a gram to 1.3 grams per kilogram of your body weight. So just to do some quick math, so say, for example, you have a 150-pound individual um, that is trying to hit the weights three times a week, maybe four, and they're doing a, a cross-sectional workout where they're doing upper body, lower body, and offing uh, the days, meaning every other day, and they're doing somewhere around 45 to, I don't know, 60 minutes of uh, resistance exercise. I would say that they're somewhere probably in between 1 to 1.3 grams. It might be higher. It might be higher depending on the type of weight and how much weight you're lifting. Um, but generally speaking, that should be roughly okay. And that would tra translate into, see, a 150-pound person is going to be somewhere around 70 kilograms. So that would mean 70 grams of protein per day. So that math translates into about 70 to about 90 grams of protein a day. So let's break this down. If I got three meals and I'm needing somewhere around, let's just say 75, 75 grams a day, that means that I'm roughly about 25 grams per meal or... 20 to 25 grams if you also take into consideration some snacks so or a snack. So what does that mean? Well, that translate, it translates into somewhere around four or five uh, ounces of protein um, if you're looking at maybe something like chicken or fish or 
but it could also mean that you can get that protein from a variety of sources. It doesn't have to be all animal protein. So maybe three ounces of a protein with uh, an ounce of cheese or dairy, and then maybe some high protein carbohydrate or grains that will also provide that, and that will round out the the amount of um, protein. So you're getting essentially the amount that you need. Um, so it's really a matter of looking at your diet. You know, if you're pounding in a 30 gram protein supplement or a 20 gram protein supplement, this is lesson number two, uh, three, and that is the amount of protein is important, but more protein than you need is only going to contribute to an excess amount of protein, which means that the body will only store that as fat. So protein does not relate to weight loss long term. If you're trying to trim up and you're eating a lot more protein, it's not the protein that's helping you trim off the fat. No, excess amounts of protein is really just going to be laid down as more fat. All right, so then this gets to number four. Number four is, well, what's the best kind of protein out there, right? So the best kind of protein that, that's out there is the kind of protein that works well for you. So for some people, that is maybe a vegetable or plant-based protein, tofu, beans, nuts, nuts, butters, and high-protein carbohydrates like quinoa or fonio or farro or certain whole grains, wild rices that contain a little bit more protein and then distributing that throughout the day. It could mean you're uh, the type of person that enjoys meat and potatoes. Well, okay, so then having a certain amount of meat uh, throughout the, the day is beneficial um, but getting all of your protein all at one time does not help you because the body is only going to be able to absorb a certain amount and a lot of that extra, even though your body needs it for the rest of the day, is going to get stored as fat or store it in your body for fuel later on because it doesn't need it at that point. And so the body's very attuned to just getting enough of what it needs when it needs it and not any more, not any less. Okay, so uh, the type of protein, again, could be from a uh, fish source. So maybe you had grown up eating a considerable amount of fish in your diet, well, then if that's something that you enjoy, then go ahead. I know some people, different cultures around the world that do have fish in their breakfast, in their lunch, in their dinners, and it's a, a variety of different type of uh, uh, seafood or um, fish, non-fin, fin fish that people will consume throughout the day. It could also be plant-based. So again, tofu, beans, nuts, and uh, nut butters. Uh, it could also be, um, again, old-fashioned meat and potatoes style eating where you're getting uh, chicken and beef, pork, uh, turkey, uh, or venison, which is deer meat. Um, there are a variety of different protein options, and that's one of the main messages here is what you really want to try to do is throughout the day balance out those food groups so or excuse me those well food groups too but uh those protein sources so th this is kind of what a day would look like with a lot of clients that I would work with start out with a moderate protein amount somewhere between 20 to 30 grams of protein per day 
If that's how much you think you need, you can be on the lower side, you can be on the higher side. But let's just do 25 grams just to make it a, a round number. If you have an egg scrambled with an egg white along with a sprinkle or an ounce of cheese uh, shreds, um, and then have that on a whole wheat toast with some peanut butter on it and some fruit on the side, that's somewhere around 25 grams of protein right there. That would be sufficient for lunch, having maybe three slices of turkey with a slice of cheese on a sandwich with uh, avocado and a bunch of veggies like spinach and uh, maybe some peppers uh, and celery on the side along with a, a nice fruit and maybe some chips. That will give you uh, with whole wheat bread. That will give you somewhere around 20 to 25 grams of protein. And then for dinner, maybe doing something like three ounces of salmon with a high-protein grain like quinoa or farro or even a, a, a low-protein source like just pasta or white rice. That will also give you somewhere around 21 to 25 grams of protein right there. So you've got your essentially 75 grams of protein distributed throughout the day. So again, let's let's just kind of recap this. So um, when you should have your protein, it is not necessary to have your protein right after your workout. How much protein you should have in a day should be somewhere around your 1 to 1.3 grams of protein a day. Now, if you have a, a disease like kidney disease or uh, gout, you do need to probably back off the amount of protein, and that's important, so it would be beneficial for you to see a dietitian to talk through some of those. Um, and then the source or the type of protein, it really should come from a variety of sources. And then, of course, what's also important is to distribute it out evenly throughout the day. All right, so I hope this topic on protein was helpful for you. Please feel free to shoot me some questions. Let me know what you think. Stay tuned, listen in for my next episode when I bring to you topic on alcohol, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And lastly, I just want to say I appreciate you for listening in. Keep the comments coming in. And remember, chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. All right, folks. All right, guys. Let's do this. Let's do this.